Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs Cast. My name is Steve Migs. I am here with the Reverend Enfuego. Hello. Hello. Glenn Cannon. How do? We do <laughs> good. How do? How do? do? This is going to be the longest podcast ever, like we mentioned last week. And by Five longest, and a half hours. What are we going to do? About 30 minutes? And yeah, then, ish. I thought about calling you guys and seeing if uh, we could have like, pre-tracked the ending, you know, where the, yeah. the Gotta Stay Positive kicks in and you just start saying the farewells. Yeah. But so like the intro music fades and then it goes right into that. Oh, that would be great. And then we post that as a show. Yeah. You're like, okay, funny. thanks for joining us on the Migs Cast. <laughs> and, and that's our podcast. Thanks yeah. so much for joining right. us. So people be like, was there a hiccup? Was there a glitch? Or was there, was there just no content? It'd be great if Rev just fires it off right now. <laughs> hey, Glenn, what's going on this weekend? Got any shows uh, coming up? No, man, no. I, I think I'm going to be down at Club SUR Friday night to check, check out a show. And then if all goes well, uh, I'll be taking a motorcycle trip to Oregon. Oh. Leaving on Sunday. Going to ride the coast all the way down about a 10-hour ride. Wow. I got uh, uh, Friday 3 to one battle Saturday. I'm going to be in Oregon for Defy Portland. Oh no, I'll be Catch too far there. south, or I'd come up. I'm, Son of a! I'll be in southern Southern Oregon. Sunday, Ooh, Defy yeah. Tacoma at Jazz Bones. Rev. Nice. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So hey, man, I hope you guys have a great weekend. And yeah. thanks for listening and stay positive. When the wrestling ends at Jazz Bones, <laughs> are they still coming around with those Jello shots and syringes? Oh, I hope geez. so. So you got wrestlers and Jello last, shots. What last could be? Time, yeah, last time I was there, it was for Bruiser Brody. Nice. And that was when I was basically stapled to the wall because. We hit Mary Mart, Mart beforehand. <laughs> shout out to Billy, shout out. And somebody brought uh, the wife and I the jealous uh, shot syringes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is weird. Don't mind if I do. That's how they should start every match. <laughs> Dude, I agree. Inject <laughs> both wrestlers. You need oh, to you geez. need to shoot a wrestler in the eye with a jello shot and blind them. <laughs> kind of like the old days when they would spit the green mist. Oh, but now you yeah. just spit. Yeah. Who did that? Oh my gosh. There's Was it Muda? I think Great Muda did yeah, it for yeah, sure. Yeah. Mr. Fuji did the Salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The salt. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good. Didn't know it about that. Sounds terrible, though. Oh, oh, oh yeah. how you incapacitate the other wrestler mm-hmm. to oh, yeah. win the match. Salt. Yeah. 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 That'll do it. You know, those bad guys. Yeah. Well, we did promise that this episode, because we have our big muckety muck boss from Philadelphia in town, and he'll be right. showing up any minute. The seats are all set up. I don't even think we're getting food served to us. No, we're what? not even getting food. I mentioned your plan where I, I saw Ryan and BJ out there, and I'm like, hey, so Steve was saying, you know, I should just. Gather up all the questions. Drop pipe bombs. None of the staff wants to ask, and then ask them. And Ryan, Ryan's something about like, yeah, ask him if they're bringing back talent fees. He'll love that. <laughs> and, I, and I went, do you want me to? And Ryan and BJ both went, no. Kind of <laughs> like, ask, no. Ask him about podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just that whole, who's that guy? Like, that guy doesn't even work here. <laughs> Why aren't you on air personalities getting paid for all the extra work? Oh, oh, that's oh, a bad question. Blah, blah. Right, right, this podcast is being shut down now. Unfortunately. <laughs> If you have to edit that to save your jobs, I understand. Yeah, I think we're good. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> so uh, we said we're going to do some voicemails, some emails, some text messages, because we're kind of backed up on a lot of them, especially yeah. emails and texts. we got a lot of those. we got some voicemails as well. So why don't we just jump right into that? Uh, 
Oh, before we do, of course, this is going to probably end up being the whole podcast because I got to ask because you had a great story about how the parking <laughs> Nazi downstairs. You guys all has know trained all no parking Seattle. for you. Yeah, my, my buddy Hare Himmler down there on the street. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually had you know I, I hit the first time drawbridge was up, so I rode the shoulder almost all the way down five hundred nine. I heard I, you jumped the bridge on your motorcycle. <laughs> well, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dukes a hazard. Evil Knievel. I'm more like Super Dave Osborne. There you go. But, Following uh, your dad's footsteps. Yeah, man. right. You know, yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just so I was like, okay, I really don't want to. I tried to plan it as such that I would be here right at ten to get the cheap parking and not have yep. to pay for the garage, which is easily twice yeah. as much. Yeah. Um, then, sure enough, and that was funny too because it's really warm out today, so everyone has their windows down. I was eighty degrees, uh, baby. Yeah, downtown, uh, getting ready to cross the train tracks to get up and over uh, the ninety on ramps that way down yeah. by the stadiums. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the gates come down. It was hilarious because I'm not used to this, but everyone had their windows down, and you just hear like eight people all at the same time. F-bomb. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Motherfucker. Oh, fudge. And, and, and at first, it startled me. I'm like, good God. I'm like, oh, that's right. They all have their windows down. Of course, I'm on my bike, so I just flipped a Yui and I was out of there. Yeah. Like, sucker. Oh, nice. Traffic coming up now past like Getty Images and all those buildings to the right of Elysian Fields before you go into that first bridge downtown proper. Um, traffic down there was a nightmare. I was doing the motorcycle thing and using the bus oh. lane. Oh, I was going to say then using I, the sidewalk. Breaking the law. Dude, I got breaking st- the law. Dude, in an intersection corner, I got stuck between a couple buses. The bus driver had his window open, he, and he it was great. It was like, he went, I'm a bus. <laughs> and, and I kind of shrugged as if to say, and so you are. You know? like, <laughs> and you should be like, I'm a motorcycle. Yeah, I'm a motorcycle. Good luck. You know, Unless we see a cop, this is going down. You be like, have you seen a teapot? Oh, yeah. And then I, he, took, I, he took out his vengeance on some poor cyclist because a second later, he was kind of buckled. He had to swing into the left lane to get into the bus lane because it was a tight corner and some cyclist went between him and the box truck that Mwah. I... And he went, bonk, and laid yeah. on the horn. I saw that cyclist leap out of his own skin. Dude, I thought that was really uncool. Bus drivers have zero Fs given when it comes to like merging into oh, lanes. dude. Doing, and they will kill a person yeah, if they legally, have to. Legally, they have the right of way. Right. They so can no matter what, people. they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They're dangerous. And if it's your job to do this all the time, I would be over it yeah. just yep. instantly. That's right. He's not even a human anymore. He's no. a bus. And that guy saw me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. He looked at me like, I'm a bus. He's I'm a, I'm a bus. bus. And I, you know, I was like, and so you are, you know. What, <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. You're going to get splattered if it goes wrong. So you're like, sir, you should get that checked out because last I saw you were a human. <laughs> oh, it, it was a parking. We were all in a parking yeah. lot together. And I'm like, man, I need to get to the station. Mm-hmm. So, Glenn Pate. You guys have all heard my <laughs> tales of, you know, Herr Himmler, the parking guy down there. That oh, will ticket yeah. you if you're even a minute early for that spot. So I round the corner and I was excited to see there was still a spot left because man if you come at like 1002 forget it done and i'm like nice and that i said i didn't wear my watch so i was like that's a good indicator that i'm not as late as i thought all this bs so far had made me <laughs> that's funny because there's still a spot so i back in i park my bike i take my helmet off i pop off my bike i walk over to the pay to park thing and there's easily 10 adults leaning against the wall and i'm like what the f and i kind of walk up and i'm like hey guys and everyone kind of looks up hey and i'm like are you all waiting to pay? And all of them are like, oh, God, yeah. It's like they had all had a <laughs> run-in. funny is that? With this guy. We with, need a with, support group for yeah, it. Yeah, with the Goebbels, parking guy. the parking guy. Goebbels. And I, I pulled out my phone, and I'm like, it's 9.59. And they're like, oh, yeah. Man, you can't even play down here. Yeah. And sure, and so I was- Chuck is a massive douche. Dude, dude, like sure enough, man. Otherwise Chuck, but he is Officer Chuck. Everyone was watching their mobiles, and the, the lady in front was actually watching the counter on the meter. I bet there's yeah. a story behind that. Like one time I paid at 959, Probably but the meter got wasn't- nailed. And yep. got nailed. 
And then, boom, everyone just started lining up and pay. But that's I would have been up here at 10 sharp. Had it not been the line. But I had to wait. Got to get the parking app. All these rational, grown folk from all walks of life were gathered together mm-hmm. in collective. Towing that line, man. Yeah, man. All because of Officer Chuck. Dude, he owns it. He owns Chuck it. Chuck Shoe. Yeah. He owns it. That is his. Like, dogs come by and they, I smell his urine. They know <laughs> that that is his section of block, dude. <laughs> Dude, I, like I swear by that parking app. I don't know if you have that. No. Oh, it's so great. You, decide, you could just pay on your phone, and then I don't have to deal with all those stupid meters but anymore. See, and it'll even tell you when you're about to uh, expire, so you can re. Does it show a picture of that guy's face flashing in red? Yes. With that, uh, the Kill Bill evil sound. Like, you know the funny thing is, the, a- the app allows you to show a picture of your car. That way they, they Being can see towed. What, they can see it, right? <laughs> so mine is just a picture of me with the car behind it smiling. Like, I figured if I look likable, maybe they'll be a little more uh, lenient on me if I, I if I'm a couple minutes late. I don't trust Chuck though. I don't trust those apps okay. though because once you do those apps and you do it on the apps, it's under their uh, uh, their little you know, electronic mm-hmm. signal. Well, I've, I've got they're it. gonna know about it. If you don't pay, they're gonna go right in there, swoop in. If you're oh, even dude. a minute late, they already got you on the timer and they're I, gonna ticket you immediately. I'm, I have forgotten because a lot of times I'll. Go do wrestling training on Fridays and we have to pay anywhere around like you yeah. know that that area by of all fitness and I'll do the thing and then sometimes you get caught up in the middle of like doing something in the training and you're like you're like oh I got seven more minutes before I have to pay my parking cool I got some time let's do this drill next thing you know 45 minutes to an hour goes by I'm like I forgot to pay my parking yeah. and so I re-up it because I'm too lazy to go outside to check yeah uh, but then when I get back to my car there's no ticket so, wow. so they must know. So they, right. they're not maybe on. they're lenient they're on you They're lenient. Or well, they got to still show up, man. They still got to show up. They got to see the car there. They got to write the <laughs> ticket. They got to put it on your windshield. Yeah. I mean, the pay must be good, you know? Because if to it put was up like, with that, it was like, look, dude, you can be a meter maid or you can clean windows on a skyscraper. And I'd be like, I'll do the skyscraper. I thought you didn't like heights. Or, I, I don't. But I also like people liking me. But I like people. I like people liking me. Not only do I like to be liked, but I like people. I don't want to ruin anyone's day. I'd be the worst parking enforcement person. I'd just be like, ah. Eh. You know what? I told you about the lady who was a, a foot from me that wouldn't have make eye contact with me. Oh, I was, no. I was trying to leave, and she stepped in front of the vehicle and wouldn't let me pull out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ma'am, it's 11. I'm leaving now. I was delivering a 65-inch monitor. I was in a delivery van for the uh, AV company I work for sometimes, and- she just would not acknowledge me. I'm like, ma'am, if you move, I'm leaving. I can pull right. out. Legally, I can pull out now. She wouldn't leave. And I was like, ma'am, I understand now that you're going to cite me no matter what. Would you please just acknowledge that I'm speaking to you? And she would not nope. look at me. She would, And I, and I was wow. like, and I said, ma'am, please. I, I'm not being difficult. I'm not trying to challenge your authority. I don't agree with the situation. But please at least acknowledge. At least tell me. I'm sorry, we've had too many issues down here. I can't let that slide. Right, I'm At not least, putting up with your crap. This blend. is literally what I'm doing. I'm like, just acknowledge me. Acknowledge that I'm speaking to you. She would not make eye contact. She wouldn't do it. She's over your crap, man. Dude. Do you think, though, yeah. that she goes back to the office and goes, oh, I totally nailed it. I didn't talk to a guy who begged me to talk to him. Like, there's like a little like office pool. Yeah, she gets the 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm <laughs> eating. The I got, gift that, was, that was her thing. It's like super troopers. Yes. For the day, you can't talk to anybody. No matter what and they you say. you have to write a citation for everybody. Yeah, so I can see you're trying to leave right now. <laughs> Meow. Right yeah. meow. But, <laughs> Excuse me, are you saying meow? Are you saying meow? Do I look like a cat? <laughs> Am I rolling around all nimbly pimbly? <laughs> Do you see me chasing mice? <laughs> all right, why don't we jump right into it? Our voicemails, our text Let's messages, and our emails. <laughs> it's one of these mails. Shall we oh. Sorry, I like this one. I know. <laughs> we have other ones. I wouldn't know that. 
Cowbell. <laughs> I love that. Cowboy that rules. Tink. <laughs> I think we need more echo on that cowbell, Ziggy. <laughs> Got a fever, Ziggy. All right, 253-271-4787 or uh, the MigsCast at gmail.com. Let's start with the text messages. Uh, just watch the video montage of the match between you and montage. Officer Cooper. To mother effing montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Yeah. What a great showing by both of you. Two questions. Yeah. Why was he targeting your knee so much, and what have you been doing to get in such good shape? I'm six foot one, 260 pounds, and I want to get down to 215 pounds. Any tips? Uh, he targeted my knee because in the world of wrestling, you want to create drama, and sometimes the way to create drama is to target a body part. So he saw I have a knee brace, and that's a legitimate injury that I've had, so I wear a knee brace. So when he hit the knee brace, I sold it. If you watch the whole match, one day I'll get that whole match up there. But in the in the full match, the announcers talk about it. He targeted the knee. So he spent the entire match. And you'll see even in the video montage. Montage. I'm like hobbling a lot because I'm still nursing that knee. So it's just about the, in the world of wrestling, you try and create drama, mm-hmm. sometimes non-verbally. And one of the best ways to do it is an injury. And yeah. I have a perfect instant injury anytime anyone wants to target my knee. Uh, one of the famous ones... Which actually hurts today for some reason. I don't know why, but it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it's the old age, buddy. Uh, I one think of, it's the weather. One of my favorite ones was, God, it would Falling be like... Down. God, like Starcade or something. So yeah. this is going back in the day, but it was Brian Pillman, and he had the huge shoulder injury, yeah. and Sid Vicious was just wrecking yeah. the dude. I mean, that, that adds that adds uh, sympathy. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I listen to his podcast, Mike Quackenbush, he's a wrestling guy, and now you listen to his podcast. <laughs> what was his last name? Quackenbush. <laughs> I know, that, that sounds naughty. Dude. No, that no, no, the dude. truth is, I bet after high school, he wasn't the one to mess with. Right? <laughs> like, I bet that guy, it's like, don't make fun of his name, man. You don't understand. That, that, that kid from the eighth grade is still in a coma. But he says, <laughs> you know, his podcast is really good, even if you're not a wrestler. It's called Kayfabe 2.0. It's like, if, if you're just any kind of artist or performer, I've gotten a lot of tips that I've applied to our radio jobs based on what he talks about, because he's just really in tune with the entertainment and art of it all. But he says the one, the international language is pain. Yeah. I mean, that's something that anyone can relate to. It doesn't matter if like, you're wrestling in Mexico, wrestling in Russia, wherever it may be. If you show pain and you do it well, you can get sympathy because people understand what pain feels like. Mm-hmm. And they hate it. Well, it's hope. deep, man. I'm not fond of pain. No, I'm not either. <laughs> oh, you're not? Pain's got my address. It knows where I sleep. <laughs> it knows where you are. <laughs> so that's why the knee was targeted. And it's just, as far as getting in good shape, I mean, I'm still battling that. But I mean, honestly, it's just eating the better. The McFlurries. <laughs> Maybe one less McFlurry a week. <laughs> uh, baby, having baby steps, having a vegan wife helps. Oh gosh, yeah, having a person <laughs> yeah, that I love can how hold you, you slide accountable. that in at the end. It does help, <laughs> bro. Accountability, man. And if yeah. you've got someone on your side doing all of it, uh, or at least yelling at your mom. And, and dude, like as far as like just doing something active, find something that you like doing that is maybe helps you break a sweat. For me, it's hockey Slap and a child. Yeah. Child oh, <laughs> slapping children makes no, Glenn sweat. Historically, it has shown that child slapping will help burn more calories <laughs> than basketball or sex. Depending on the child, Combined. too. I mean, it's kind of like no. trying to shoot a crow with a bow and arrow. I mean, they're, they're hard to hit. And depending on the kid, it, it's challenging. It is hard work. And you got to get in there and you got to earn it and you got to put your shoulder you into earn. it. But you got to be quick. You got to be able to, you know, bob and weave. You got to be ready. The Rocky montage Ch- with the chicken, but it's just <laughs> Glenn with a child. But you know, one of the best things hurt. I did was, and uh, it's a pretty eye opening Instagram page. I highly recommend checking out. I'm not a guy that's going to tell you, like, follow certain fitness people for whatever reasons. But, like, Jay Farouche is a guy that I follow as far as, like, my workout plans. Mm-hmm. He's, he's awesome. But there's a guy called um, Jordan Syatt, and it's at Syatt Fitness, S Y A T T Fitness uh, on Instagram. And what I like about him is he talks like 
He, he just speaks in normal terms. He's not like all about like these super nerdy fitness tips. And his whole thing is you're going to screw up all the time. Like he has one post where the picture just says, he says, you can't F this up. And what he's talking about is fitness. It's like, uh, look, there are times I eat a McFlurry or I have all you can eat sushi. And what's nice to know is. Wait, 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 wait what's <laughs> bad about all you can eat sushi? It's bad for the stomach last I heard. <laughs> but the best part Damn. was his whole thing is like, look, man. Wait, wait, is Jack Daniels bad for you? <laughs> yes. Glenn, I've got some bad news for you, buddy. But his whole thing is like, you know, sometimes you're just going to eat like a pig or you're going to drink like a maniac and then people will beat <laughs> themselves up and then they'll just go down that downward spiral oh, as opposed yeah, to, yeah. look, you did it. But that doesn't mean you have to stop being fitness conscious. Like he says, I want to tell you something. Look, you can't F this up. Just keep saying this. And he keeps writing it. You can't F this up. I don't care if you blew your calorie limit by 3,000 more than you're supposed to. You can't F this up. Here's the magic of it all. The way to F it up is to stop altogether if you just give up and quit and say you're done. Otherwise, you can't F this up. And once I started like paying attention That's to that. That's kind of cool, actually. It's That's like really cool. no matter how many times you eat like crap. As long as you like, maybe make it a point, you know what, uh, tomorrow I'm going to get back on the stick mm-hmm. and try my best. And then maybe next week I'm going to fall off the wagon again, which is me every freaking week. <laughs> <laughs> but over time, and it's not going to happen. Look, if I would have been super fitness conscious, I probably would have a six pack, but I'm just not that guy. Yeah. I'm going to constantly blow my calorie input on the weekends. I'm going to constantly have a McFlurry. But more often than not, I'm fitness conscious and I'm slow, I'm seeing the weight disappear very slowly. But, you know, I mean, that was like 10 years ago. It was 280. Yeah. And now I'm at 202-ish, uh, <laughs> depending on the day. But like, he's right, man. And that's why I highly recommend that guy because every day he seems to have a post about that. Like, I feel like he's speaking to me. He's like, hey, Steve, I know you ate that McFlurry, but that doesn't mean tomorrow you don't mean you, you don't go to the gym to punish yourself. So how was that uh, Stroop Waffle McFlurry? Overrated. What? Well, I overrated. I don't know who overrated it. Me. I was so excited I for it. I was excited for it. You were pretty wound up about it. The episode was called Stroop Waffle. It was called Stroop yeah, Waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the Oreo McFlurry is way better. Okay. Don't. It's like Thai food. I know they have other great things on their menu, mm-hmm. but I'm always, always getting the, chicken pad thai. Yeah. Actually, yeah. chicken pad thai is delicious. It's, it's kind of like, yes. dude, when I go out to eat, man, there's always amazing poultry and fish options, and I'm like, yes. I'll have the steak, please, medium We've, rare. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's only recently that I'm like, okay, bring me the salmon. There's, and it's only because I'm telling myself to adult. You oh, know, like, yeah. You know, like, I eat, should be healthy. And, and I let's eat the have salmon and I'm like, food. You know, you're punishing yourself with a delicious salmon. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? The smoked salmon was delicious, but there's that voice that's like, what a steak? Steak would have been better. There was no bolt gun involved in this meal. <laughs> That's like my wife always laughs. She's like, I don't. Even, why do you even open a menu at a pod thai or a, a pod thai at a, thai <laughs> at a pod thai? That's place. right, a pad thai. I place. open it up. I'm like, wow, the swimming rama sounds good. She's like, you're not going to get it. Sure, I am. Or I'm like, that halibut looks really good. She's like, you're not going to order it. And I'm like, maybe I will. Sir, what would you like? Chicken pot thai. We've got every time. <laughs> I don't blame you, dude. It's good. We've got a, a, right? a Thai place by my house that I will always. We'll get something else uh, mm-hmm. as the as the second entree, but always the mango curry. Yeah, a hundred percent every time. It's fantastic. It's just, and it's one of the only places in Tacoma that I think does a mango curry, mm-hmm. and it's great. They nail it. Yeah. Get well, it every time. You don't know how many times you're going to go to that place. So when you go, you want to make sure that you're guaranteed to yes. get the best meal possible. Oh, absolutely. It's like that with the McFlurry. I don't know how many times I'm going to get a McFlurry, <laughs> but now I know to never deviate from the Oreo <laughs> McFlurry. <laughs> yeah, you got to experiment once in a while to make sure that you're still on the right track. It right? was so bad that I almost went to another McDonald's after that to get an Oreo McFlurry because I was like, if I'm going. To enjoy this, but I was like, no, I already finished it. Oh, I can't you were do way <laughs> so it was like really not good. It was good, but it wasn't an Oreo. It McFlurry. wasn't what he. It wasn't oh, yeah. what the heart wanted. It was yeah. like a swimming Rama. 
It's fine. It's okay. Sure. It's not the chicken pot. It's not chicken pot thai. Chicken pot thai, McFlurry. I wonder. Oh, you get out of here. Don't we have emails or something? Yeah, we have another text. <laughs> Thank you guys for last week's podcast. Steve, you are inspiring. Crazy, but inspiring. That's true. Glenn, my wife and I just had our daughter. We're both in our 40s. The risks for the women are there, but watch. Adam ruins everything on childbirth. It'll help you with your decision now and in the future. Nice. Thanks. For a second when I read that this morning, I was like copy and pasting this into a file. I was like... What did Glenn say? I was like, I forgot our conversation. First, I was like, why am I crazy? Oh, I'm like, oh I was talking yeah. about the no kids, no kids, no kids. And then, right. I, then I went to the, there's a time and a place for everything, and kids? it's not off the table. Yeah. Um, that said, we're probably not going to have kids. But it's, you know. You just never know. But yeah, yeah. but I was talking about really the fact that, you know, I'm 45 and Tawny's 17. And so I love you, baby. Good answer. And uh, she's only 17. 17. We're in Daddy she's too young. Old enough for me to procreate. Cool. That is creepy. <laughs> it's the creepiest it? lyric in all of rock music. Not all a, of rock, but it's up there. Were you on the texturing where I was making memes of Kip and all that? No. Oh, it's weird. So you, weird, you bring that up. Um, so the new originals are apparently going to play this thing that Joe Dredd's putting on on okay. July 7th, and you have to do one hit wonders. Oh, are you doing 17? And 17 <laughs> came up. Uh, please now, no. Now, <laughs> 17 later got shot down because... Because someone has a conscience. Terrible. Well, no one wanted to sing it, and then it was like, well, Glenn could sing it, and I was like, look, guys, I... I don't think I can sing that with a straight face. <laughs> and um, there was a series of Kip Winger memes that I made, and uh, but basically, let's see here, I said... Uh, Nothing like a maverick-shaped professional ballerina crooning about the joys of statutory rape. Of course I'm in. Yeah, right? <laughs> that was regarding 17. And then Kyle Court was like, love that song. Always wanted to learn it on guitar. And I said, you shouldn't use a guitar on underage girls like that, Kyle. They're still kind of tender down there. And <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, F. I see what you meant now. Uh, yeah, uh, me too. Um, and then I have Kip Winger saying, it's legal. In Kentucky. <laughs> then I have Kip hey, Winger. my box up? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kip Winger saying, sure, I'll chaperone your daughter's sleepover. Oh, my gosh. And the picture of Kip Winger that you're using, it's like a leather jacket. <laughs> and he's open. got his shirt off. He's got, oh, and, and, but, no. but he's got a sweater on, if you know what I and mean. And then this one says, oh, gross. let's get hymen. Oops, I mean, let's get high, man. man. <laughs> wow. He did have wonderful hair. Chest hair. The song's about statutory rape. It's about, it'd be a shame not to see you again. Oh my gosh. I'm only 17. And she said, I'm only 17. Group chant. 17. Naughty. And meanwhile, Kip was like 36. You yeah, know? it's not like a 17-year-old and oh, a 17-year-old. Daddy says she's too young. It's still enough for me. How do you have that conversation? How does this even fly in the if 80s? If I was in that situation, and, well, and people love the song. It was a huge hit. But, I mean, I could picture. So he's talking about they just got jiggy. It was amazing. And then she's like, I'm only 17. I would be glazed with sweat. I would be sick to my stomach. Like, yep. oh, mm, my God. Quickly checking if, the laws in Washington yeah, State. If her folks find <laughs> out on, about this, this, I am going to jail. Yep. I, I, oh my, like, I would feel, you know, if she said she was 18, I'd be like, yeah. But it's weird. Like, it's <laughs> 17. You ain't seen love. Ain't seen nothing like me. She's only 17. I've had two different incidents where I was just talking with a girl, 
that was very attractive and appeared to be in her mid twenties, mm-hmm. and they were both the same age at the time, as pointed out to me by someone else. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years old. Yeah. Yeah, the one girl it was actually her mom was like, Glenn, she's fifteen. And I was like, You're kidding. And then another girl, Louis Galarza, yelled it across the parking lot. He's like, dude, she's 15. I'm like, dude, I'm just talking to her. Yeah, You know, like I was just having a conversation. But everyone's looking out for you. Thanks, man. Because they're weird. I'm married and I was pretty serious about it. Right. Next thing you know on social media, it's like Glenn Cannon, Seattle's Kip Winger. (laughs) Right. You know what the most offensive part of this song? It's not the lyrics. It's the fact that it took three people to write this song. <laughs> it's written by Bo Hill, Kip Winger, and Reb Beach. Complicated. Very complicated. So that means two of those three did not shoot down the content of the lyrics. Right? Right? She gives a magic mountain. No, she's a magic mountain. She's a leather glove. She's my soul. It must be love. She's a magic mountain. So it's dark and there's a roller coaster that goes oh, fast inside maybe. of her? At one point it says, yeah, such a bad girl, loves to work me overtime, feels good dancing close to the borderline. Gosh, so skeezy. Like, yeah. it's just gross. I'm, I can't even listen yeah. to it anymore. Who is the piano player, Great Balls of Fire, that married his 14-year-old cousin? Jimmy. Uh, uh, J- J- Jimmy Lee. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. Yeah, what, his 14-year-old cousin. Yeah. And then you got Kiss singing Christine 16. Then he's all oh, like, man. she is my family, family. She's just the first cousin far enough away from me. We don't plan on having kids. <laughs> we won't and have kids. kids. If we did, it'd have a third eye over its head. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have some anti-birth defects. You'd probably flip your lids. <laughs> hey, I I want to give a shout out. I mean, we've gotten a lot of messages. I, I meant to grab a couple. One was like, I think on Instagram and all that. But like, we've gotten a really a bunch of nice messages about last week's podcast, which I thought was funny because I just felt like I was venting about my family. And then it just went down that road of just like doing things no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. Who cares about what people think about you? Mm-hmm. And here's one uh, from Austin that says, hey, thank you guys for talking about what you talked about last week. Really hit home with me and made me feel like I'm not alone. I've always had dreams of either starting a band with my friends, making a career by building and or fixing guitars. People have always told me that I can't make a living uh, just doing that even though uh, even with having to deal with my heart condition but I've always made me feel like I will never be able to fulfill my dreams because I'm constantly worrying about my health or my parents so thank you for letting me feel that I'm not the only one that feels like that from Austin yeah Bro. I think we have everybody you have people in that care about you but don't realize the way that they quote unquote care about you actually is bringing you down yeah and man, I would tell you the making a living as a musician thing is beyond challenging. It's like deciding to ice skate uphill for a living, but it's doable. Um, doing being a luthier um, can be extraordinary. Excuse me, a luthier is a guy that works on builds guitars. Right? Oh, and that's a cool. It term. can be luthier. Yeah. yeah, it can be extraordinarily not, not roofier. That's uh, what Bill Cosby did for a living. <laughs> right, not roofier. <laughs> which uh, you know, as long as you don't get caught, you make a good living doing that. Oh my! But uh, Jello pudding. Um, <laughs> she just wants Jello no, I mean, pudding. Just, oh Jesus! Just guys that are good that have a reputation for being good. There's uh, some great uh, girls too. I shouldn't say guys. It's just a general term, but um, make. Really good money being luthiers, working guitars, doing setups, pickup installs, you name it. But if you get into the guys where they're actually doing custom builds, um, like I met a guy from Bremerton that builds acoustic guitars, and he builds maybe eight or nine a year, and these are instruments that people pay upwards of $10,000 for. Wow. Because of the level of the cross- craftsmanship. craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there, there, there is a, uh, there's a sect for that. So if you're serious about becoming a luthier, man, you'd wow. be... 
you can really make a great living doing it, like a really great living. And you might not end up, you could end up at a big company like Gibson or, or Martin or who knows, like the guys over at Martin, for Or example. you could just do your own thing, really. You do your point. own thing. Yeah. yeah, I had this great conversation with this guy. I'd never heard of his guitars before, but they are 8500 bucks a piece, 12 wow. grand a piece. And he cranks out, you know, however many a year, and he probably makes eighty to 100000 a year just building acoustic guitars. I imagine if he's married, he's probably cranking out more than a single man. Dude, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, yo. So, oh, actually, that makes even makes me think. Uh, my, <laughs> my buddy Jim Wagner uh, from WCR Pickups and his wife they they build and custom wine pickups for a living. That's what they do. Him and his wife they do it How right cool out of their that? home, and they're amazing. I mean, uh, uh, Tony and I are both endorsed by them, but I mean, guys from like Buck Cherry and on down the line all use hey, WCR cool. pickups. So Buck Cherry's at El Corazon tomorrow. Just oh, quick wow! Really? For the Megacast tomorrow, Josh Todd and a couple of the guys from Buck Cherry are gonna be hanging out with Ted and I on the Megacast. Nice. Cool. For an interview and to do an acoustic performance. Wow! Oh, there you go. Look Very at that. Nice. So, hey, cheap plug right there. Thank you. So you can make money as a luthier. <laughs> yep. And plug. Yes. Plug away, baby. <laughs> plug away. Uh, let's, let's do a voicemail. All we right. One right here. Hopefully, it right. This drives me crazy. Old women with belly button piercings. I mean, really? I mean, after like six kids, that thing's got to go. Okay. Uh, you know, when you're 24, that's fine. But uh, beyond that, I think not. Bro, I just want to say you're going to the wrong strip clubs. <laughs> uh, beyond that. Or the right um, strip clubs. Which right? one are you going to? Right? I- I'll go over to Meemaw's. <laughs> um, you know, dude, I, I've never run into a senior citizen with a navel piercing, so I, I don't I don't to. know where it is you're, you're going, going. Too soon. Like, just think about it, man. Yeah, I guess. Like, we're all getting older, and those, I mean, it was 90s where the piercing, the belly button piercings got big. That was 20 years ago. They should change up. You know how, like, some people thought it was cool they had the belly button piercing with the little zipper thing, kind of as, like, the pendant? Yeah. I think when you get older, maybe you change it. Like, it's like a little cane or something, or, <laughs> or a little button that you hit if you fall down and you can't get up. You can hook your, uh, your, your life yeah, alert. Your, your life alert bracelet. That's what I was going to say. Luckily, her blood type was on her navel ring. Who cares? <laughs> right? I mean, seriously, you getting worked up about that, dude? Come on. Well, no, he probably yeah. had, saw something that, you know, you now, now he's up he's up nights over it. He can't unsee yeah, it. Yeah, right. But people live their life. They want a belly button ring at 70 years or 69 years old. Nice. Let them have it. Nice. nice. It's not as bad as people that go overboard on the ear gauges, and then they've got that, <sighs> Ooh, that flap yeah. of skin yeah, hanging my down. Buddy, my buddy had a has, had a deflated one. I guess this is the only uh, way I put it, but it was like one of those. He had to get reconstructive surgery on his ear gauge because it one of fell our apart. I think one of our rock or somebody, maybe a former rocker I saw on Facebook, she posted a picture and showed like she had her her, basically they had to cut part of the ear and then sewed the yeah. ear together and eventually it'll heal and it'll be like a minimal scar I'd imagine and she's excited because she could wear normal earrings again. Wow. That, yeah. that, that weird gauge trend and I saw people doing like gauges in their in their nose and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm seeing into your skull. Or the one where it's like right it's the little piercing that's yeah. in between your lip and your chin Yeah. but I saw but someone put a gauge in. someone did a gauge so you could actually see their teeth through it. Like how do it's, you swish? Uh, <laughs> right? right? It just leaks out. You know like, like Listerine it's like, damn, we lost one. You yeah. know, like, or, right? or do you put your straw through that and you can Dude. still talk? Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. You know what the one that weirds me out? And I get, I, look, if you got them, don't feel like, don't, right, don't, yeah. get, don't be upset if like we're talking about I, I don't care. If you got it, you got I it. And I've seen a lot of hot girls with them, but I just, I can't get behind the dermals, those tattoos, the, the, the piercings that are like in body parts that don't and have. the chest. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't dig yeah, that yeah. either. Like I, I see that all. and I'm like, yeah, I get why you might find that cool. Like I saw one girl had one like on her throat. Ooh, and weird. it just looks like a pendant without like 
without the necklace. Yeah. See, my this thing is, is not my thing. It's kind of cool. With girls, it's like... I don't want to touch it, though. You've me- got something really <laughs> cool going on. Don't, yeah, don't, like, don't mess with it. Like, you know, just you're an attractive girl. Don't don't. I've seen some interesting ones. Up. I know, don't mess it up. I knew a person know? that worked at a piercing tattoo shop, and she ended up getting magnets in her hands. Like, oh, they would put them under... a fun time at the airport. It was... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eventually, they just kind of pushed their own way out. They re- they rejected, so she was like, well, I'm not going to try it again. But it was like one of those kind of weird sort was of... Was she was trying be- to become an X-Man or something? I don't know. It was just... I, it was a trend thing or that sh- hit for like... Is she like Six me months. that has a hard time picking up paper clips? And just like she was able to then. That's a great yeah. magic no, no, trick. No, she was doing it because it was on the back of her hand and she could like pick up like, like it wasn't a heavy, Weird. heavy one, but it was enough to like do like paper clips or like small things. It was kind of neat. I mean, it's fun at a bar. Yeah. Watch, I could pick up a paper clip. Whoop. No. So if I could pick this I up without nothing. using I got nothing, my hand, boys. I got I, nothing. Yeah, drink. it's just not my thing. I, I, I don't know. Like if I, like if my wife had that and I would run my hand on her body, like I like to do, and then all of a sudden yeah. you get like you hit like a stud. Yeah, you got something nice. Don't mess with something nice. It's right? nice. Leave it alone. Don't it's mess with nice. that. It's I feel nice, the same dude. way. Nice. I was like, I was a Kat Von D that says she doesn't have any tattoos on her boobs because she's like I just don't want to mess with perfection. Yeah, don't do that. Good call. You know, girls' boobs are boobs are awesome. I don't mind girls with tattoos. That's fine. But you know, don't you got a great thing going there. Don't don't foul that up. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's really nice. Yeah, don't mess nice. with that. It's nice. Certain parts don't make it nice. It's nice. Keep it nice. Make it nice. Make it nice. Keep it nice. Oh, someone wants advice from three married dudes. That's the subject line. Oh uh, yeah. Oh we are. Oh we are. I was like, wait a minute. Oh yeah. Don't get oh, yeah. anything pierced, bro. Keep it nice. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Jaden. I uh, just said, hey, I got engaged back in March, and I'm looking at a wedding in June of 2020. If you guys want to come, you're more than welcome. No nice. pressure. <laughs> we bought a house about a year and a half ago. We've been living together for four years. With that being said, we have everything and we need, that we would need gift-wise, and we need your advice. Oh, would it be yeah. frowned upon to ask for money for the honeymoon? I know it's kind of tacky nope. to ask for just straight cash, but an amazing trip for a honeymoon would be awesome. Thanks for the advice in advance. I agree with Glenn. Yeah, There's no. even websites now where yeah. you can have a wedding registry where it's like a GoFundMe for our honeymoon. Yeah, dude, just do straight that. Up, straight and up say, look, we're not doing it. What do they call that? Where people register. Gift register. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, we're doing, not doing a traditional. We just want to go on an amazing trip. So if you were going to get us a gift, just throw, you know, even if it's 10 bucks, if you're going to get us, you know, magnets for our hands or whatever. <laughs> all you have to say <laughs> is, we have everything we need for yeah. our home. No, I don't like, think it's douchey at all. No, no, not tacky. at all. In fact, I've been to weddings where they, you go to the registry and they have your typical things. I bet just to appease the people that are traditionalists. I need yeah, no. Yeah. I don't want to give you what you want. I want to buy that pots and pans that mm-hmm. you don't need. Here's yeah. that blender. But it had like this, I think Munson had it. It was like all the regular stuff. But we also would love it if you would rather donate towards like our our vacation yeah. to in Mexico, wherever it was. Well, and I I put money towards that, and I actually gave more money than I was planning on because I'm like. That's nice. a great idea. Yeah, Mexico, yeah. And I want right, my right. I want my brother to go on a great. It'd be great if honeymoon. they had like a Nabanco, like a debit card reader there <laughs> on the table. Just walk up and swipe. But oh, that'd be awesome, I know, dude. I know. Even if you don't do, if you don't uh, want like to do the registry, Squarespace. Yeah, exactly. the square reader. Yeah. Even if you don't like, if you have all the fun things you need, make a registry with all the stupid stuff that you want that is super expensive. Because yeah. every once in a while, you're going to score something really great. That's how I got. We my, all went in and we got him the hot air balloon. Right, I got my big. <laughs> 
cog, yeah. like 200 pound coffee table just because Michelle and I were looking at each other and we're like, I don't think anyone's going to buy this, but let's put it on there. It'll be funny. And guess what? BJ bought Someone it. Someone did. Yeah. That's red. Yeah. Thanks, no BJ. Yeah. BJ probably went and threw it all and like, bless him for this. He's like, what's the most expensive thing? He might have. And he sees that. He's like, I have no idea what the F this is, but screw it. I'll well, buy it for him. They he, want it. It's there. And he, he, he came to me before he was like down for it. He's like, do you really want this? And I was like, <laughs> yes. That's amazing, man. Yes, I do. That's cool. And then he, he made it happen. So That's I mean, badass. Every once in a while, you're going to get somebody who wants to get you something on that registry. Just put the ridiculous stuff on it. Let's check out another voicemail. 253-271-4787. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Mama. Mama! Hope you're having a wonderful weekend. He will. And yeah. I just thinking about you again. I think about you all the time. I consider you my boys. We're here. <laughs> so when I think about you, I have to call you. I just have Aww. to. Aww. Thanks, Mama. Or text you. This Aww. time I chose to call. I think she texted. <laughs> I love well. you. I love you very much. And again, I hope you're enjoying this nice weekend that we're having. Bye-bye. I, I think this voicemail was from like a month ago. So it I was think we did. Yes, it was a great weekend. I awesome. loved it. Best weekend awesome. ever. And this weekend coming up actually looks really nice, too. So I'm kind of happy about that. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be doing a lot of wrestling stuff, as we heard. Wrestling. Oh, yeah. In our, in our, in our closing that we started the show with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she also said, here's a note to say I love you guys. I'm thinking about you and wondering how you guys are doing. Hope you all are happy and have a fun weekend. Love, Mama, and a bunch of awesome emojis. Nice. Cool. Kissies and all that good stuff. <laughs> we got an email. Migs, when are you going to make a promo like this, brother? You can play the Hogan part, and Lulu can be the Ultimate Warrior. Uh-oh. They sent me this link, dude. So there's a video of Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, and one person even said, is Hulk Hogan wearing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles face or something like he's got this weird green military mask on really but, but like it doesn't fit his face because his face is so big just remember that drugs are bad <laughs> dude the, 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 I'll, I'll even pull it up so you can watch along uh, if I could find it uh, I'll, I'll have to find it later but um, let me see if I can find the damn thing uh, well, what happened to his daughter she had a t- reality Brooke, she's still hot uh, she's still hot oh yeah, yeah. But she had a reality TV show for a minute Brooke knows best and then, oh yeah what is up with that away. mask okay so you got the one right can you show yeah, it to Glenn just yeah. so he has a little perspective yeah, see before. If it, as long as it my, yeah there we go can oh. you see that yeah, okay. it's like it's like an army mask, but yeah, it's it looks too like a small. Mask or paintball, something. yeah, good yeah. call on that. Yeah. So I love this person said Lulu could be the ultimate warrior because at the beginning of the promo, ultimate warrior doesn't speak; he just maybe growls and grunts. Herp, maybe he's got herpes and he needed a way to like. I can't go on the camera with these giant boils and sores wow. on my lips. So let's check out the audio of what this promo <laughs> sounded like. This promo is amazing, dude. Like it, cocaine. Me and the ultimate know what we're facing when we go to war in SummerSlam against Sergeant Slaughter and his troops. We know they've got us outmanned, but we've got them outpowered. We've both got the heavy artillery, and we're playing by Slaughter's rules, which are no rules at all. Could be chemical warfare. Then you hear the ultimate warriors growling during this entire... just want to say again that drugs are bad. Cocaine makes you say fun things. Well, just just learn your drug. Figure out what works with you and stick with that. You and know? Maybe don't do it when the camera's pointing at you. Yeah. yeah. It would be hand grenades. It doesn't matter. But the terrain is going to make the difference. It's not the swamps of Vietnam. It's not the sands of Persian Gulf. It's the beautiful Madison Square Garden where all the warriors and all the Hulkamaniacs will unite to make the most powerful army of all warriors. All the Hulkamaniacs and the warriors. That have been- and now Hogan's growling. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, man. You gotta switch it up. Yeah. From others in the sand that you have taken from Sergeant and Slaughter, we have surrendered ourselves in a boxhole. I don't either. I would love it if, like, other sports. I'd love it if, like, NASCAR started doing this. Yes. (laughs) You know, like, can we get this going on in other sports? Like, tennis. I want to see tennis. Baseball would be good. Like, I'm taking to the court. I'm going to find Serena Williams. I'm going to skin her and kill her. It'll be a three love with no love, and I'm going to destroy Serena Williams. Like, now Serena Williams like, it's going to be deuces for yeah, you, yeah, brother. Right, right. I'm in. I get the reason why he's got the mask on. Because they're fighting Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah, he, it's an army thing. Like, I don't know Sergeant how... Slaughter's a military It's a guy. bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> but this... <laughs> follow me here. Yeah, this is about... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how we should do the podcast from now on. When one, <laughs> when one talks, the other guy's growling. <laughs> that's a good idea, don't you? <laughs> I'm John McEnroe. <laughs> when I'm not selling the big shaver, I'm out there shaving the competition down to nothing. <laughs> with the most awesome force in the World Wrestling Federation, combined with the sickness of my warriors, <laughs> let them speak and let the whole comedians attack. So this part coming up, they clearly practice. So they were. They, this is all intentional. America's Square Garden, does what you gotta do with Hulkamania and the Ultimate Warrior destroy you. I love old wrestling promos. They were the best. They like, made they no will, sense, but they were the best. And they will like elevate anything you do. I, like, I, I I did a tweet where I was like, I just wish board gamers would do this. Like, oh, coming out everybody. into a ring, just cut a ah, promo, arr. and then just sit down and play your board game. Be like, Marco Gonzalez, <laughs> good game pitching for the Mariners. You struck out four. How do you feel about it? Well, brother. Actually, I would love it if like if arr. I was if I was at the dentist and like the nurse and the dentist came in. <laughs> Listen, brother, here's what we're going to do. do. We're going to clean your teeth, and then you got two cavities we're going to fill. We're going to make you feel mean. We're going to get you smiley and shiny. All right, all right. What you gonna do, patient, when the water pick runs wild on your gum, brother? Spit, please. What are you doing the rest of the day? Seriously, dentists, stop doing small talk. Oh, they do it for funsies. I know they do. You know they do. Uh, One more email, and then we got to roll on out. Uh, This is from Cody. I was just listening to this week's podcast, which I think was two weeks ago, because this was uh, from May 17th. So maybe a few weeks ago. The Kia Soul conversation was killing me. Oh. I own one. I'm a 5'10", 360-pound guy at the time of purchase. I got the weirdest looks, but now no one can imagine me in anything else. I have to say, it's probably my favorite car I've owned thus far. It corners flat, five-speed. Only 100 horsepower, so every time it's getting on I-5, you feel like a race car driver without breaking the limit. Dude, I'm like that with my uh, my Jeep Renegade. Only wish I got a year later for the six-speed. Already eyeing one of the newer turbo ones as a replacement. Whoa. Twice the horse. Turbo soul. They're cool looking. I don't know what the problem is with the soul. And you know what? Now that I've uh, been thinking about it, even after we talked about that, I love the Kia Soul. I'm seeing them everywhere. Yeah, now you notice them. It's like the Renegade. Dude, I see a Renegade everywhere now. I I notice them now, too. I, with those cars, I don't know what it is, but, but all white with the black wheels. Mm-hmm. Looks sharp, man. Yeah. I saw a red one, and I was like, it's not as flashy as no. the white one. And any I was other like, color looks bad, in my opinion. Dude. Not any other color, but a lot of the other colors I've seen. Here's something that I'll leave with you guys. My wife noticed that we only have, for the most part, cars that are red, white, blue, black, and silver. That's quite a bit of options. Yeah. But if you like like that but those are the only colors out there. Like every once in a while you might see like an olive green Subaru. Yeah. But beyond that it's 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 just those colors, yeah. like those five colors. You got to go back to that, you know, nineteen twenties to nineteen thirties Henry Ford. It's like, yep, you can have a Ford in any color you want, 
as long, long as, as it's black. black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, good on you, brother. <laughs> well, we got to get running, but thank you guys for listening again. Like I said, uh, 3 to one Battle this Friday. Come join me if you want to hang out, watch some wrestling. If you're in the Portland area, hopefully I'll see you at the Hawthorne Theater on Saturday. That's nice. going to be a blast. And then Sunday at Jazz Bones in Tacoma, two Defy shows back-to-back. It's going to be a blast. Hopefully I'll see you. I'll growl at you. We'll go, Glenn, you got your big CD release show coming up at the Crocodile. July 12th, man. July 12th. Tickets are on Ooh. sale. Get the tickets. I just got word Disc Makers is literally printing the album as we nice. speak. Yeah, baby. Um, hit up all my Kickstarter pledges last night saying send me your t-shirt sizes. Things Saw are that. happening. Cannot wait to start playing this stuff live. We've got a ton of cool shows in July and August. Three festivals coming up this summer. Um, but be there at the Croc if you can because I can't wait to unleash this band on people. Speaking brother. of shows, also June 28th, brother, over at the Tractor Tavern. <laughs> That's Brody going to be playing with uh, Solar Tone and uh, Jericho, Jericho Hill. Hill. That's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. That's over gonna in Ballard. So that's going to be a blast. June 28th. Uh, speaking of t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Miggs. I got a brand new design. Shout out to Batty Bat yeah. Art. She made an awesome drawing it's of cool. me. And that shirt's available now. Buy it so I can eat tomorrow. <laughs> a McFlurry. <laughs> Not a Stroopwaffle. <laughs> Stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.